if it were possible to lose your next 10 pounds without dieting? Listen closely and welcome to the Stop Dieting Forever podcast, where you will discover the key components that most diets won't tell you because they want you to keep coming back. Not here. This is your last stop on the weight loss struggle bus. I am your host, Jennifer Dent Brown, life and weight loss coach, and I'm going to show you how to stop dieting forever. Let's jump into today's episode. Hey there, welcome back to the podcast. This is episode 15. And if you're a new listener, welcome, 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 welcome. Happy to have you here. So today we're talking about everyone's favorite pastime, snacking. But before we jump into today's topic, I want to ask you, how are you feeling right now? Personally, I'm feeling very excited because I want to share with you that we're going to run the Lose Your Next 10 Pounds Without Dieting Challenge once again. So if you missed the last one, this is your chance to find out what all the excitement is about. And if you participated in the most recent one we did back in August, of course, I want you to come back and participate again. Now, it's going to be slightly different, but I promise you, you will be motivated to make some major changes for your health. So the challenge is going to run from September 21st to the 25th, five days, and you can sign up now on my website, jenniferdent.com, and I'm going to put the link in the show notes so you can sign up directly there. So you can sign up now, but again, the doors will open officially and we'll begin everything on September 21st, but you can get your spot, (laughs) so to speak, and go ahead and register now. So let's talk about snacking. Y'all, I know we love to snack. In fact, snack scale, snack scales. Goodness gracious. (laughs) You try saying that very quickly, fast. Snack sales have increased 20% since the pandemic began earlier this year. Why is that? Snacking is socially acceptable. The diet culture tells us that eating two snacks in between our meals is exactly what our bodies need to keep that metabolism running. Are you one of those people that actually believes that? For a long time, I know I believe that. So unfortunately, this is bad advice. And I know if you're still believing it, hopefully this podcast will change your belief. I went through a period of time where I was obsessed with finding the perfect snack bar. I always, 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 always had a a bar handy. I had one in my work bag. I had a couple in my glove compartment. (laughs) And I had some in the snack section of my kitchen. And I used to love going to Whole Foods. I love Whole Foods anyway, so I still shop there absolutely 100%. But back in the day, I used to love going to Whole Foods and just spending time looking at the snack bars because they have an entire section dedicated to just snack bars. So I know I'm not the only one that loves a good snack bar. I used to like to look at all the new bars that were out, 
I would like to look at the flavors. I would like to look at the new flavors. I wanted to read the ingredients and decide like, hmm, which snack bars am I going to buy today? So as you can see, bars were my preferred go-to snack. Well, actually, one of my <laughs> one of my go-to snacks. But for me, eating bars was okay because eating a bag of chips or eating a few cookies was like obviously unhealthy. So I told myself that a protein bar, an energy bar, whatever you want to call it, was a healthier option. If you look at the nutritional value for some of those bars, they are literally comparable to eating a candy bar, a Snickers bar. But in my head, it was healthier. And I told myself, because it came from Whole Foods, it must be healthy. But seriously, if I was really trying to be healthy, I would have eaten an apple. It definitely would have been cheaper than buying a $2 bar. So our snack habit is a sneaky one because for so many years, we were told that eating snacks in between meals was a good thing. But guess what? Anytime you eat when you're not physically hungry, you are overeating. And snacking is a sneaky little thing because you don't feel like you're overeating, right? Like you're not super stuffed after you eat a handful of trail mix. But if your body isn't sending you a natural hunger signal, then you really don't need to eat. And anytime you eat when you don't need to, you're basically over-consuming calories. And when you eat too many calories, you are holding on to that weight that you're desperately trying to lose. So one of the first things I tell my clients when we first start working together is to cut the snacking. Snacking isn't going to help you lose weight, so let's just stop it right now. And for some, it's an easy habit to give up because they get it. They're like, okay, no more snacks. But for others, it is a struggle. Would you be able to go cold turkey with your snack habit if you had to? I know if somebody told me that I had to stop eating my beloved bars back in the day, I probably would have freaked out just a little bit. And I probably would have struggled with it, right? I probably would have been like, okay, yep, I'm going to stop eating my bars. But in the car, I'm going to eat a bar, <laughs> right? Making special accommodations for my bar eating. So what is your snack of choice? Do you like something chocolatey? Do you like something cheesy? I went through that phase too, eating the cheese sticks. But of course, I had to do the low-fat cheese, right, to make it healthier. Are you craving something salty or maybe something nutty? Or maybe you just like carby snacks like cookies or cakes or those little mini pies. Or maybe you just like candy, like straight up old school. Give me some candy. Or maybe you like a good old Diet Coke during the day to keep things interesting in between meals. I always ask my clients who are snack happy what they like to snack on. And I also like to ask them, when do they find themselves snacking the most? Nine times out of 10, they prefer crunchy snacks like almonds, hard pretzels, chips, even ice. I had one person who loved chewing on ice during the day. And most of them munch on it usually during the workday. 
So when you crave crunchy foods as a snack, quite possibly you are looking to relieve stress. Now, these types of foods are just a pure distraction because when you're working, you have a million things on your mind and your attention is probably all over the place. You're trying to think about work. You're trying to think about what you're going to have for dinner tonight. You're thinking about all the errands you have to run this weekend. You're trying to think about what the kids need, right? Your mind is all over the place. And what happens, y'all, when we are distracted and we have food nearby? We munch mindlessly. And think about what happened during the pandemic when all of a sudden we have to work from home. We are steps away from the kitchen. We've already stocked up on snacks, right? Because like I said before, snacks, snack sales increased 20%. And so it's really easy to just grab a quick snack and eat it while you're working. One of the things I find fascinating is the hardness of this crunchy snack provides a nice tension reliever for your jaw. So think about it. You're at work, stressed out, you like the crunchy thing, and you're feeling a little bit, and you're eating mindlessly, and and you're feeling a little bit of stress relief from the chewing and the crunchiness. For those of you who love candy, you you know who you are, you because you can tear up a bag of Twizzlers, <laughs> right? Or maybe you just like to keep a piece of hard candy in your mouth all the time. If that's you, research says that you are less stressed than the crunchy snackers, but you may experience more boredom. Or if you have the old dieters mentality You just think that low-fat candy is better for you and you completely disregard the sugar content. So when you do eat your candy, you tend to feel a little bit more guilty about your candy cravings. Now, there is a ton of research online about what your cravings actually mean, and it's very interesting to look it up. And if you want to do a deep dive into it, I suggest you check out this book called Constant Craving by Doreen Virtue. I will put a link in the show notes for you. You're welcome. Uh, But it's one of the books that I have, and it's interesting to read, right? So researching the meaning of your food cravings is kind of like reading your monthly horoscope. It's interesting to read, but you take it with a grain of salt because it doesn't affect your day-to-day life at all. So if you want to be entertained and maybe find some correlation there, go ahead and check out the book or just, you know, ask Google about what food cravings really mean. What I do know about snacking is that it's not going to help you get to your goal weight. And it doesn't matter what the food is. It's the habit of snacking that we are so addicted to. For me, I thought, The healthier the bar, the better. But realistically, it doesn't matter. And it didn't matter because that's when I was like trying to lose that last 20 pounds, thinking I could do so by eating a low sugar kind of bar. I just like the fact that I could eat a snack whenever I wanted to and then tell myself it was okay. And because like attracts liked, I married a snacker. My husband loves to snack and he's also into fitness. So when we got together and when we got married and moved in together, we would try different quote unquote healthy snacks. Kale chips were a staple in our house. 
And then we became obsessed with cassava chips. If you've never had them before, mm, I don't want to encourage you to go taste them, but they're good. And one of my favorite flavors was beets with goat cheese cassava chips. And they were like pink. Beets, right? Beets, healthy, vegetable, delicious. So you would think, right? Don't go around and buy them. But we also had Cliff Bars. We had Kind Bars. And then they came out with the, um, remember the low sugar Kind Bars with less than five grams of sugar? Because of course that was even better. And then I stocked up on those. Potato chips were reserved for special occasions when we had guests over. Because one, they were much cheaper to buy than expensive ass cassava chips. <laughs> and my friends, our friends, they weren't like really into eating beet and goat cheese chips. So we just reserved the potato chips for special occasions with the guests. A lot of times um, I'll talk to women and about their snacking habits. And they'll come to me and say they have a habit of snacking on popcorn. That is definitely an old snack from the dieter's mentality because popcorn was low fat and you could eat a ton of popcorn. If I remember correctly, three cups of popcorn was considered one serving. <laughs> Those old dieter's rules are hard to drop, right? But popcorn was one of my favorite snacks too. It was light and airy, but it was still flavorful. So listen, I know we're having fun reminiscing about our favorite snacks, but if you're finding yourself snack happy, in order for you to stop dieting forever, you've got to stop the snacking habit. So I want you to ask yourself, this is the first step in stopping your, your snacking habit. I want you to ask yourself, why do you snack? I can bet you 99% of the time, if you've eaten a satisfying meal, you are probably snacking out of boredom because it's a habit or you just want to satisfy a craving. It's not because you are physically hungry. Snacking habits are ingrained in our brain through years of practice. And this habit for most of us is unconscious because again, snacking is socially acceptable. In my previous life, my snack times were 10 a.m. and 3 p.m., right smack dab in the middle of breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Here's the good news. The good news is that you have the power to reprogram all of your bad habits with better habits, but it does take some focus, it does take some motivation, it takes some determination, and it takes commitment. So here's another question I want you to ask yourself. Are you willing to do what it takes to get to your goal weight? And are you willing to stop snacking in between meals? Seriously, are you willing to give up your daily afternoon snack because you really want your goal weight more than you want that snack? And I don't care if you're eating celery sticks instead of chocolate chip cookies as a snack. If you're not physically hungry, there isn't an, any need to eat in between meals. Your body does not need the extra calories. If it did, it would send you a natural hunger signal and say, hey, you, I'm a little hungry. Can you feed me, please? And I want you to just to be aware that 
Physical sensations of hunger are completely different from emotional sensations of hunger. And sometimes we can get the two confused. So we may hear the thought like, oh, I'm hungry, but it's not a physical sensation of hunger. It's an emotional trigger that is disguising itself as physical. And maybe um, one day I'll do a podcast and talk a little bit more about the difference, but just be aware anytime you have that thought like, oh, I want to go eat. I want to go eat something. Ask yourself, is it an emotional thing or is it a physical, a true physical hunger? So if we're honest with ourselves, our snacking habit could be keeping us overweight. Doesn't matter whether it's, whether we're snacking on carrot sticks, celery sticks, apple slices, or cassava chips and kind bars. Any extra calories that you're consuming multiple times a week will add up over time and it adds up on the scale. So I want you to think for a second, put on your dreamer's hat and think about how much weight you could potentially lose if you could reduce your overall caloric intake just by stopping the snacks. It's an intriguing thought, isn't it? And I dare you to try it. So you're probably like, okay, Jennifer, that all sounds lovely and fine, but what can I really do to stop the snacking? I'm so glad you asked. (laughs) Okay, I got a couple of points that I want you to pay attention to to help you to stop the snacking. First of all, just make the decision to stop it. Tell your bratty brain to hush up and just say, we're not snacking anymore. And if you're eating a balanced meal, for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, it actually can be a very easy process to just stop snacking in between meals because you're not physically hungry. You're eating for out of habit or out of some emotional reason. So just make that decision to stop. Another thing you can do is literally calm down. And I think this is really applies for those of us who are working from home and the kitchen is 20 feet away and we get the urge to snack. So if you get the urge to snack, realize that maybe you're not hungry, maybe that you are actually just stressed. And for most of us, food can have a calming effect, but there are other ways to deal with stress that don't involve potato chips and chocolate-covered cashews. Ask yourself, how else can you deal with stress in between meals? Another thing you can do is to distract yourself. So when you get the urge to snack and you're not hungry, maybe you're just bored, your brain needs something to focus on. I want you to be the boss of your bratty brain and switch your attention to something else. It's a lot easier than you think it is. Go for a walk, listen to music, go do some laundry, go play with your kids do some deep breathing. There's so many things you can do. And I actually suggest that you just keep a running list of distractions, right? Things that you can do to distract yourself from eating. I actually just downloaded this app called Wake Out. And it gives you quick mini movement sessions wherever you are. So it helps you to and encourages you to like include more movement and activity within your day. And I've been using the ones at your desk. So when I get like 
I find myself wandering. My brain is wandering. I'm not focusing. I open up the app and you can choose all these little different movement exercises you can do right there at your desk. So you can try something like that. The most important thing you can do when you want to stop the habit of snacking is to simply explore the urge to snack. I want you to sit down, pull out a pen and a piece of paper. It doesn't need to be an eight by 11 and a half piece of paper. It could just be a napkin or a post-it note. Set your timer for five minutes and ask yourself, where is this urge to snack coming from? Now, yes, you can think about the answer, but I always want to remind you of the act of writing it down is so much more powerful because it allows your brain to focus on the one thing, and that is answering the question. When you think about an answer, you're also competing against the thousands of other thoughts that are running through your head at the same time, and so your awareness level is going to be diminished. Five minutes, sit down, grab a piece of paper and a pen, ask yourself the question, where is this urge to snack coming from? For those of you who don't like to think (laughs) and are like more action oriented, here's another way for you to stop your snacking habit. Girl, stop buying snacks. (laughs) Very, very simple. If you don't see it, In your house, if it's not in your environment, if it's not in your kitchen, if it's not in your glove compartment, you will not be tempted to eat it. So the next time you're going to the grocery store, save yourself some time and some energy and don't even walk down the snack aisle. And if you go to Whole Foods, don't even look at the section with the snack bars. Keep walking. Keep moving. Okay? And the last thing you can do is to drink water. I mean, you should be drinking water anyway. And if you feel the urge to snack and you haven't consumed all of your water for the day, pick up a glass of water and start drinking. Bonus points if you drink your water while sitting down and writing all of the reasons why you feel like snacking. Ding, 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 ding. Yes. So it is very possible for you to stop your habit of snacking immediately because now you're aware of some of the reasons why you're snacking and now you can decide that you want to stop dieting forever and get to your goal weight. And one of the ways that you're going to be able to do that is to give up your snacking habit. And losing weight is just one benefit you're going to see if you stop snacking. The other benefit that you're going to notice is that you're going to reduce the emotional energy you expend because you're constantly thinking about eating every two to three hours. Once you stop snacking, that is taken out of the equation. Your brain is going to be freed up to think about bigger and better things. So one of the things I love about this very simple act of stopping the snacking habit It will allow you to contribute to your evolution of the next best version of you. Got it? Good. Okay, it is time for Stop and Celebrate. This is a part of the show where I shout out someone who is living the Stop Dieting Forever lifestyle. And today, I want to celebrate Mountain 165 
who left a review on Apple Podcast. And let me just be honest with you guys. I don't know if it's considered Apple Podcast or if it's considered iTunes. I don't know. But they left a review and for that I am grateful. <laughs> because I know if you guys have Apple Podcast or iTunes or however you listen to your podcast through Apple, it is not easy to get to the review section of the podcast. So I do appreciate all of you who have taken the time to leave a review. So Mountain165 says, Jennifer makes the process of finding and addressing the root cause of being overweight so clear. I love putting her concepts into action and feel hope again that I can be someone who never needs to think about her weight again. I love that. Thank you so much for that review, Mountain165. And here's a message for you specifically. I want you to stay focused, keep applying what I teach you. And I know, I know, I know, I know in my heart of hearts, I am confident that you will become the person who no longer has to worry about their weight. And that goes for everyone out there listening right now. Live Lux, y'all, and I will see you in the next episode. Hey, 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 before you go, I have one more thing for you. If you like today's episode and want to learn more about the Stop Dieting Forever lifestyle, I have a free weight loss guide for you at jenniferdent.com forward slash stop dieting forever. In it, you'll discover the four things you must try before you give up on your weight loss goal. Go to jenniferdent.com forward slash stop dieting forever to request your free copy. What do you have to lose but some weight? Go to jenniferdent.com forward slash stop dieting forever right now. Don't put it off until later. Decide your health is worth the time now. Go to jenniferdent.com forward slash stop dieting forever to discover what you can do to really stop dieting forever.